Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by BetSperts. Welcome to The Deep Dive, here at your normally scheduled time and play, oh, not really, we're a day late, but that's okay. Uh, we decided to wait an extra day since, uh, you know, we broke things down on Monday um, and we wanted a little bit more clarity on some injuries. Um, yeah, I didn't feel like and, doing a show that, yeah. was cl- that close together. Yeah, it was too it close together. So we, we just said all this, and, and and we don't really know anything new. And then market hasn't even moved really. Um, and uh, you know, since then, you know, since we would have done the show 24 hours ago, um, one of my bets on one of these games you can't get anymore, <laughs> and the other one you could get an even better number. <laughs> so, <laughs> congratulations on a one-on-one conference weekend. Let's start thinking about the Super Bowl. Um, I uh, yeah, I, I really don't uh, have a ton to say about these that I haven't already said, but uh, it's you know a lot of time has passed. I, I've, I've got some sincere thoughts, so I'm I, and I have some things I want to I want to throw some things at you and get. I, I think I have some good talking points to just uh, get you kicking back and forth with me here. Um, real quick, uh, yes. coaching hires. It looks like Belichick <laughs> is out because I mean there's there's two left and. Washington seems to be waiting for somebody who's probably playing in one of the games this weekend. Yep. I think Seattle is in the same boat. Not only that, Seattle, you're not you're not getting rid of, hey, we, we got rid of our 70-year-old to bring in another 71-year-old at this point. No. So I think Who Bill, do you think Seattle's waiting for? McDonald? I, I'm not super sure. I think it might be I think that I, they haven't really had it much for smoke signals. Okay. Um it'll be interesting if Slowick does end up up there I, i'm not sure who like the favorite is i, I feel like that, that would have been announced this week though if that was the, I, I, th- already I, kind know, of I don't know if there you know there could be a case of we want to do our due diligence and talk mm. to you know the ben johnson's and the you know maybe mm. even monk and i don't I, I guess i don't know who's on their wish list right now so be interesting to see if they maybe even go after a defensive guy here with uh you know there's some good dcs that'll be it can be had Although all the, all the all the all the offensive and defensive coordinators are just cycling around. Yeah, now. at the same time though, like if there's one guy who's proven he's got the answers for a Kyle Shanahan style offense, it's McDonald. And wouldn't be the worst thing to have him as a head coach in Seattle when you go against Shanahan and McVeigh twice a year for the rest of eternity. So he has um, been, yeah. He's been I mean <laughs> I, I don't I don't remember who was writing this. We'll get into that game, but like looking back at some of the offenses that McDonald has just absolutely put a fucking, you know, slammed the brakes on this year. If they look really good the next two weeks, do it against, you know, the, the Chiefs and then whoever. Yeah. It's like, Jesus. Yeah. Like, and it sucks because at that point, the guy might not get a job. That's, you know, we always say this when we run into these. We're like, man, how'd they keep both both of their coordinators? Yeah. Some teams are in a hurry. Because mm-hmm. the, the combine is in like 30 some days. The yeah. draft is coming up soon. You need to get this shit done sometimes. And every once in a while I said, well, we'll, we'll, we're hiring. We need to hire now. And sometimes uh, the guys who are in the Super Bowl get to stay on their teams, which is nice. Yeah, which is nice. Um, yeah, no Can, real so other. Canales. Yeah, Canales, Canahan. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> sure. And Raheem. Raheem, weird because he was there. Fine. He was with that yeah. team. He was an interim for a bit. I like him quite a bit because yeah. I mean, he proved he can make something out of, uh, you know, missing a few ingredients, having the sub you know, figure out how to use 2% when you don't have buttermilk. Yeah. 
kind of stuff. <laughs> like, you know, it's one yeah. of those like he, oh, he no, did yeah. a lot. No, he no yeah, lot no sp- I don't think there's a single unit that overachieved more relative to expectations than the the Rams defense. <laughs> like they were very perfectly fine. And I thought they were, you know, they had the talent level. Yeah, I guess overachieved yeah. their talent level. They had the talent level mm-hmm. of, you know, a bunch of you know, fifth and sixth, you know, three, day three guys. That's Beep Gamer saying, I can't believe Canalis took the job. It was the, you're right. It was the least attractive job of the cycle, but you can remember. Ooh, like, man, he what, came up. That, that's the thing. Like, yeah, he is going to get paid head coach money now. Yeah. Less than what, 12 months ago. He was not even, yeah. he wasn't the OC. He was the QB coach in uh, Seattle, QB right? QB coach in, yeah. you know, in Seattle. Like yeah. Gino, Gino essentially like didn't write back and got him a head coaching yeah. job. That's a really nice attention for him. Surely. Um, and then the, that, uh, who, the, the Panthers job might end up being freaking great for all we know. Cause like, I, you know, Dave Tepper surely is not deaf. He knows everybody spent this entire cycle being like, who would work for that asshole? So like, maybe he's like, you know what? This time I'm going to take a little bit of a step back <laughs> because you got to think he hears it like last time. So I mean, I, you would hope <laughs> I would hope, uh, yeah. else? Um, but, uh, yeah, the Atlanta one was a little surprising, but you know, I, yeah, there's, it sounds like there's potential. You could bring in some other good young talent from the McVeigh hive on the offensive side with him. Like, fine. That's a great call. Canal, same thing. Like I'm, I'm all for rolling the dice with uh, some of these young up and comers instead of the retreads. That's, that's cool. <laughs> I, was gonna, I still may make this meme because it's not like there's a million people in here and everyone will already have heard it, but you know, the the dragon dragon stupid looking dragon <laughs> yes i sure. was gonna do that but they're all three gonna be stupid yes <laughs> and then but so it's gonna it's gonna say gino baker and then bryce but the, i was gonna lower it by <laughs> 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 really short. dave canales I, just, I didn't yes. have time because yeah and you're right patrick if dave canales gets a good year out of bryce young yeah like you're talking next I you mean, found the next mcveigh yeah he has like five years of yeah uh, i'm a generational quarterback whisperer it doesn't matter what happens after that yeah remember right i mean mcveigh people forget mcveigh turned golf around from a worse rookie year than what we saw from bryce young mm-hmm. right like like golf looked unplayable <laughs> golf looked unplayable under fisher and mcveigh turned him around on a dime so you never know uh open mind and then, yeah, Callahan is a bit of an unknown because that's – I brought that up when we talked about it, and he was one of the guys. I had him on my short list of guys I hoped that would get a job because he's kind of like the Green Bay Packers at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year. Like, I don't know. Like, but if if a bunch of stuff works out, like this team could be really good. This team might be garbage. And it's the same thing. It's like, was it, you know, was it the head coach? Was it, you know, a lot of the players? Was it the scheme? Was it everything else? Was it luck? Or was Callahan a big part of what made that offense tick? What they got out of Burrow? What they got out of Jake fucking Browning? You know, Mm -hmm. was he? And there's enough of a, it could have been him that I wanted to see him at the next level. So Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm excited. And yeah, the the biggest question, honestly, I'm, I'm much more excited to see who the offensive coordinator for the Falcons will be rather than like who gets the, who gets the Seattle job. Of course, That's much more interesting. Same, same. Okay. Um, other business. Uh, Casey Brown brings up the uh, the all important question: Should we be wearing tuxedos next week? What is the dress code? Black tie optional, but strongly recommended. Um, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. You can you can. Yeah, we can right, do I mean, we can do it semi formal at least slacks guys. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm wearing just... joggers. I can... <laughs> yes. No. Uh, I'm glad he said that because now I kind of want it. Now I kind of want to dress up. I might put a tie. But uh, if you don't know what he's talking about, uh, and uh, Casey, you might want to dress appropriate because you may be nominated for award. I don't want to spoil anything, but um, no. Next week is the uh, the deep dive. Uh, the official deep dive, the, excuse me, the original uh, deep dive uh, NFL awards show. It's going to be a mix of semi-fun and semi-serious with the truly absurd uh, that kind of puts a, a fun way to reflect on the 2023 uh, season overall. Um, and uh, I honestly had so much fun making the awards, making the awards up and f- making up the nominees that uh, I think uh, we'll probably make this an annual occasion. So uh, be I, sure to be sure to tune in. That'll be Wednesday for sure. Wednesday at the normal, Wednesday, time. normal time. If yep. you want to stream it live, uh, if you want to take part in the um, the pomp and the circumstance, uh, it will be Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. With that, I'm pumped. I'm pumped for this. Like, yeah, it, it's going to be a good one, guys. Like, I can't yeah. believe you've never done this. <laughs> All right. Uh, you ready to get into this thing? Yeah, I mean, obviously, we, we, covered, the first game? we covered a ton of ground on Monday. <laughs> yes, I didn't. Did. Uh, so that was kind of a, you know, that sword cut both ways. We got extra time to sit with the, you know, the games from the divisional round, and we got to say a lot more. In fact, I sat down and rewatched three of them that afternoon. It was great to have the extra time to take some extra notes, to watch that, and, you know, I think we figured out a little more about some of the, you know, the reasons those teams won and lost. But and I mean, those conversations spun right into these games, and we already talked about a bit. So we'll kind of go a little more micro um, than macro on this, and we'll. I guess we'll start with the. Do you want to just start with the early one because that makes sense? Of course. Uh, at long last, we get Pat Mahomes v. Lamar Jackson in a playoff setting. Yeah. Um, we've been deprived of this particular matchup for like the last couple of seasons, which feels unfair. Um, past each other in the night never quite yeah and actually if you go back in time to the last time we had uh ravens v chiefs with lamar and uh uh patrick Mahomes at the helm it wasn't that the game where like the where the ravens finally slayed the dragon like they finally like got it done in a very close high scoring game i'm 20 20 21 they played okay yeah and i think that was it like right like the ravens came off of um it was early in the season yeah it was week two ravens laid an egg in in vegas uh by the way which was uh weird uh to open the season and then week two they uh they went or they hosted the chiefs and beat them 36 35 haven't seen these teams play then since september 19th 2021 um very different rosters and coaching staffs for the ravens um and slightly less talent on the uh, receiving core for the chiefs otherwise you know yeah, it was a, uh, it was a different. As beat gamers pointing out, wink, yeah, wink was a little yeah. more, a little more, a lot more blitz heavy, especially compared to what we see from Surely. what we get from McDonald. But you know something, I'm sure this has been pointed out, and I, I don't know why it wasn't something I thought of, but remember th- these two coordinators faced each other in college, mm-hmm. like uh, what, two years ago. Oh, that's um, weird. McDonald, McDonald, and uh, Munkin. Yeah. That was a that was a semifinal. Yeah, wow. It's funny, but uh, no, I just uh, it was somebody had written an article about like how nobody wants to hire coordinators straight out of college, but the Ravens did, and it's working out. And obviously, that might be something that other teams look at because it's a copycat league, and everybody else is just, 
I mean, all the OC hires seem to be just, hey, this guy was an OC somewhere else, or sure. there's an OC that's now a head coach and he got fired. So we're looking yeah. at Frabel and we're looking at Art Smith. And instead of looking for somebody who, there is something to be said from coming in with an outside view, especially the, the changes that you saw. And I guess right into this game from what we got with Roman to Monken. And some of it was kind of on display last weekend, that touchdown that we saw from about the 15 that Lamar ran in. I mean, that was kind of classic. This is what we do now where we spread things out. If you go look at the, it's, I didn't look at the all 22, but from where you see, I mean, there's a couple of receivers way over by the boundary guys are playing. They're, they're forced into a man where people have their backs to Lamar. Mm-hmm. And like the one guy who's even looking at him has a guy who's able to block him and Lamar scampers in for the touchdown. Like yeah. a lot of what they've done with this spreading thing out, you know, they, they do spread things out a lot more and has opened up the, you know, the running game, especially when, you know, if you're able to got to And, you know, I've always hated the, we got to run the ball to establish the, you know, establish the run to get the pass game open, Yeah, you know, vice versa. Mm-hmm. But, Sometimes that's legitimately a thing. Like, of course. Yeah. Because, I mean, there, there are teams like, hey, we know when you have a sub package in, you have your nickel package yeah. in, you yeah. have a, a lighter package where there's more corners, less less big guys up front. Like, we're one of the best teams against that. And, you know, if you continually run plays that make them do that, then all of a sudden, I mean, how many yards does Lamar have? Uh, Yeah. Big, <laughs> yeah, was a big number. Big step up, big step up in class defensively okay. for both teams, though. Yes, yeah, I agree. That's the um, biggest thing. Before we get our hands too dirty on this, let me give you some trivia. You ready? Yes. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just assume because there's a 99.9% probability that Lamar Jackson is this year's MVP. Yep. Uh, very cool that we get a head to head in the AFC Championship game of last year's MVP versus this year's. Uh, that is fun. That's got some juice. Haven't heard anyone mention that. Um, also, a head-to-head between two players that each have two MVPs. Like this is uh, this is some serious hardware uh, that these quarterbacks are bringing into this matchup, Andy. Uh, you can you name the last time we had an AFC Championship game between two quarterbacks with uh, that were both that were uh, two-time MVPs. I mean, it, Manning Brady. Manning Brady. Which it had to which, be. I'm trying. Yeah, to, it was Manning Brady like, in 2015. 2015, yes. The Denver Broncos. Oh, that was 2015 season, so the game was contested in 2015. Oh, sure. But uh, yes, it was uh, Denver Broncos, New England Patriots. That was the one that was in in Denver. Broncos won 20 to 18. Manning was an absolute shell of himself. Uh, Brady had a chance to win at the end of the game with the, or a chance to tie at the end of the game with the two point yeah. conversion to Gronk. They lost 20 to 18. Um, and boy, oh boy, are there a lot of parallels between that Patriots team and this chiefs team. Um, just like, oh, like real a, like a super good secondary. Like a, a, yeah. Well, I mean, just all kinds of, there's so many parallels. Like it's kind of crazy, like multiple super bowl winning coach. Uh, you got, you know, largely got there by a defense, like really weak wide receiving core, uh, hall of fame, tight end. Like that, if you were to tell me that, like, who does I don't, this I don't know if likely is there yet, but <laughs> I'm talking about the Chiefs and the Patriots being uh, being facsimiles. And then, honestly, if you want to say that the Denver uh, defense, which we know was generational and won them a Super Bowl, right? That was the defense that then went on and beat the uh, Panthers, right? Um, 
you know, that this is obviously this is it's differently constructed. They don't have a Von Miller generational pass rusher necessarily, or at least that we don't know that we know of. Um, although Matabuke is making his name well, you know, well, uh, uh, well known this playoff run so far. Um, but uh, no, the, the, this could be very well could be a generational defense. Like we, there's definitely signal that this defense for the Ravens is, um, you know, is, is, you know, is outstanding, very well coordinated. Uh, healthy now, Marlon Humphrey probably going to go. Um, I'm not exactly sure where you draw up your plan of attack if you're the Chiefs. Do you have a feel? Yeah, let's stick with that. Let's stick, you know, Spags versus Munkin. Um, like you said, the, the Chiefs secondary is not only good, but they're versatile and basically have, I mean, for the most part, limited wide receivers every week. Sure. Teams have, um, I think it was Ted Wynn, the athletic, I was reading something. He pointed it out like the Bills did it right. Maybe they ran a little too much, but when they did throw, they were targeting their tight end. They targeted cook a bunch. And that's kind of, kind of what you want to do in this spot. And, you know, it, it might be something the the Ravens are probably able to replicate again, spread the offense out, get them into a light defense. It's easier across the middle with both your tight ends at that point, obviously Andrews, um, they're still a little tight lipped on Andrews, but they did wave a linebacker today to make, you know, roster room. So, I mean, it kind of says more than anything Harbaugh could have said out loud. Zeitler was back. I mean, we didn't really go through inter- injuries. Maybe we'll get to Casey in a second. But, yeah, Baltimore is fairly healthy in this spot, which is obviously a big boon to them. But <sighs> they get their tight ends out there. You get the lighter defenders, and then you run the ball. I wonder, and I've seen this total drop a little, I wonder if this is a spot where – you know, the combination of the three wide receivers see like a total of, you know, like less than 15 targets. It's a lot of, a lot of throws again to the tight ends, a lot of throws to the running backs and a lot of running out of, you know, running out of spread sets like that, running out of running, running into even maybe heavy boxes. If you, you know, if you want, because these tight ends can block as well. So, and, and it has been a team that's, it's a hard one. This is always a stat I take with a grain of salt because it's so schedule dependent and it's so hard to contextualize these numbers based on who you play, but the chiefs have not been good against QB runs, whether they're, you know, called or if it's scrambled. And a lot of that is just sometimes, you know, running man, when you run a lot of man, you're going to, like we said, kind of have your back to the, to the quarterback sometimes. And, I mean, we saw that. What was that play where Josh Allen was running and the guy just yeah. kept, just kept going? It's like, oh shit! You know, he, he can't tackle him if he doesn't know he's back there at that point. So that was Chiefs Mahomes. Can, that was yeah. That was Mahomes against the Dolphins. That was, that was uh, yeah. yeah. That was Mahomes. Yeah, yes. but yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, that was you know. That's another thing. I, I just wonder if it's if it's going to turn into a bit of a grind. And so everything I'm saying makes sense from a these are some of their weaknesses against a good defense and it works. But again, it turns into last week where that isn't an explosive offense. It, you know, unless Lamar hits some home runs, unless Andrews or, you know, some of the other guys hit some serious yak. And if you don't have an explosive offense and it starts to become a higher scoring game, then you need to make the adjustments. And I don't know if they, I, I don't know if I love that. So it needs to turn yeah. into a, a bit of a, even though it's not the, the Chiefs of old where they had Tyreek and you really saw teams actually doing that, like trying to keep the ball out of his hands. 
it might turn into that where we need to have long possessions. We need to run the ball well. We need to be doing short stuff over the middle and not try to press the ball down against these good corners. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and, and again, on the, on the other side, it'll be interesting to see what Spags does from a blitz standpoint, because you saw there's kind of two pieces of data from last week. Like Lamar struggled with it. Sure. But then he didn't. And you're, you're facing a team who was able to make big time adjustments at half and kind of stymie with the, you know, what the Texans were doing with the blitz. Obviously Spags is, I consider him a better defensive coordinator. Um, probably two of the best. No, of course. I, I don't know. No, name, no name, name me five better defensive coordinators right now. Maybe Flores. God, he did a lot with Minnesota. Flores. Yeah, I don't know. That, these are, these are definitely two of the tops. Um, no question. Um, yeah, man, tough. Uh, the, <clears throat> I guess where I, where I look at like the Ravens offense versus chiefs defense, I kind of just feel like the Ravens are inevitable. Like they're going to score here. And I don't know that the chiefs, I like kind of like last week, right? Like, yeah. was there anything that the chiefs could have done differently if they could have had a redo in their game plan? Probably not. Like no. <laughs> they gave up what they intended to give up. And ultimately like, their their opponent just ran out of juice at the wrong time um and you know chris jones is certainly a guy that is capable of disrupting in the fourth quarter he's he's a weird dude man like there's very clearly like uh he like has a meter of how much effort he he can give he has a meter of how much energy he's willing to give in a game and he saves it he's you know what's the uh you you know like the uh the wii game with your hp you gotta save up your mana yeah, you're on the or or, or you, you know the horse the horse riding game where you get to tell the horse you know you get a certain amount of like whipping the horse right and so your your question is like playing Jeez the game like, like go 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 like do, do you just save it all for like the home stretch or do you try yeah. to dole it out like, over or the you're, whole? You're not, he has the nos he has the nos button the nos like button when are you, where are you hitting yeah. the nos when is he hitting the nos button he yeah. saves it for the fourth quarter very clearly um, and, and uh, like ultimately yeah ultimately is that uh, is that impactful like I, I kind of feel like you're going to have three pretty free free quarters of uh, Baltimore moving the ball pretty uh, pretty cleanly. Like I, I just don't think there's much that Spagnuolo can do. Um, maybe they force Lamar into some turnovers. It's possible, but I don't think that's likely. Um, Lamar's playing phenomenal football right now and mistake-free for the most part other than yeah. the dropped pick by Petrie. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, I, I have a tough time seeing this as a slow start for the Ravens' offense as we saw last week. I kind of just think Ravens are going to take off. Yeah, Um like we said, there's strengths, and this Chiefs defense is a lot better than some of the teams they faced um, recently or in the you know their one playoff game so far. But it has been a rough run defense. Yep. And this is a good run scheme with a good running quarterback and smart people who aren't going to bang their head against the wall and be stubborn. Yeah. Like we've seen in the past with these Ravens teams that have stopped short of you know their goals. So yeah, I do think so. I th- I think that. You know, if you want to put the foot in the other boot there, this is not how you say it. And how the Chiefs have to win this is probably making Lamar try to throw to the wide receivers. Sure. They they yeah. might need to they might need to ramp up the blitz a little and try some different things, disguise some blitzes, force yeah. him to you know, he can do need, it. You're gonna he need can to do it, sacks. but it's not gonna yeah, he can do it, but it's not gonna be um like super high efficiency for them to make Lamar throw outside the numbers, right? It's, it sucks because the way, the way you might have to do it is a good way to get beat as well. 
Yeah, right. But it's that or just watch them cross the street a hundred times and score which, on you. Which they do now regularly. Yeah. And, <laughs> like and again, so yeah. let's say we get the Ravens with a 10-point lead. Yeah. You're you're in you're in a bad spot then. Because well, you have that, Pat Mahomes still. So I know you still have Pat Mahomes, but your defense is in hell at that point. Because yes, then yeah. then they're running the 14 play eight minute drive. Yeah, right. They're super capable of. Yeah, and we haven't even talked about like you know we're we're almost making it sound like these are wide receivers have no shot. They've been yeah, they, okay. Yeah, they've been fine. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I just Zay wonder. I wonder good. what the yeah. you know I wonder what the the game plan is going to be to get yeah. those guys open, get them separation against some really some, good corners. Some final thoughts on the Ravens' offense. Um, expecting outstanding pass pro, generally. Uh, expecting Lamar pocket awareness at a hundred, generally. Uh, expecting Lamar explosive runs occasionally, um, expecting a split between Gus Edwards and Hill. Like I wouldn't be surprised if it's pretty 50, 50 uh, expecting uh, a split in targets for tight ends between Andrews and likely because likely has emerged. He's perfectly fine to have out there as a, you know, as a, as a second banana in two tight end sets or just your principal target, uh, you know, on, on a given uh, you know, given t- tight end leak type of play. So um, I would expect that, uh, yeah, they have more ways to hurt you now on offense. And I would also expect that, uh, pa- you know, passing touchdowns are there. There's going to be opportunities in the red zone to, uh, to really find, um, you know, find the passing touchdown opportunities for Lamar. So I don't get why his, uh, I would agree with this unless it's a blowout again. Uh, yeah. I don't think, I don't think you go to cook very much. He did have one nice run, but that was against a team that, kind of knew where they were at at that sure. point I, so, do, I do i do kind of props wise just to close the book i don't mind justice hill i think you see i think you see maybe a little more um, okay. kind of a split there and his his props like 30 32 yards so here's what i gotta ask you then after saying all this the ravens team total is 24 and a half juice to the under like they get that number more than 50 percent of the time yeah good special teams good kicker i do i do wonder no real weather concerns i do ah this it's almost certainly going to rain yeah kind of makes me a little scared of this under that i still lean to this under despite you trying to scare me off (laughs) i'm not i'm not gonna bet it it's getting closer and it's dropped to 44 at some of the sharp sure sure probably off the under but it's on its way down right i i wonder about uh Gosh, yeah. Now you got me thinking about the total. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I, I do wonder if it we turn into a spinning it on the Chiefs and playing their game against them, where it's yeah. like, hey, the Ravens are up by seven, ten points in the second half, and we get like three total points in the whole second yeah, half. Yeah, because crazy. they just they just grind it out. They get three good stops on defense, and that's it. That's it. Or it's over. like, hey, the yeah. Ravens scored twenty four in the first. Yeah, and we're sweating possible. it out with like a late field goal to get it. Yeah, I mean, you're you're right. It's I do I do lean under. I like the Ravens quite a bit. Okay. The, there's some. Are there three and a half left? Or am I mm, doubtful. Shit out of luck on that. I think you're I think sure. If you look that. around, there. It's not. It's just. It's not that. It's not that, it's not that difference index wise. Uh, if you want Ravens three and a half, it's minus one eleven. So it's kind of what it was. I'd rather. Right? It was like one thirteen yesterday. They moved it to four, but they they actually indexed it back in the direction of the. Yeah, I'd rather uh, get a four Chiefs. plus money. Okay. Um, All right, other so, side of the ball. So, 
if I take you back in time to this time last year where Mahomes was hurt and he was a dog in the AFC championship oh, game at God. home and we're like pulling it, we're like, how is this fucking possible, man? It's the only time in our lives we're going to get to bet on Mahomes as a dog ever. Early in, in that like, week. Ever. I mean, early in the week, there was like, is he even going to play? Oh, sure. His foot sure. was so, or foot, ankle, whatever it was, was so yeah. fucked up. There was like a Zap Ruder film of him at practice. People were breaking it down. The, the Twitter, there was never a better time to be a Twitter doctor in your life oh, um, than that week. Um, the uh, He ultimately played and beats the Bengals. But I remember saying that week, like, this might be the only time you ever get to bet on Mahomes as a dog in the playoffs. Not to be, because the next week he was a dog in the playoffs, or two weeks later, I guess, in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I made a big deal then. They're like, oh, this is feels, it feels generational. You're getting to bet on Mahomes as a, as a dog in the Super Bowl. I don't think we'll ever see this again in our lives. He's now a dog outside of a field goal, Andy. All it took, all <laughs> like, it took was yes. them not having any, any wide receivers at all. So yeah, the more and I going play, up against a, a team that hasn't played a bad game since October or whatever. Yeah. The more I look back at that, too, and I think maybe as we look back in the season, if the Chiefs season ends this Sunday, what a fucking crime to not. It's not even what you're paying him. Sure. Like maybe not even for the fans or the owners of the team or the backers of this team, but football in general, football fans all over the world to not surround him with better offensive weapons for like a full year really does kind of seem like it should be punishable, but at least like probation, some sort of stayed time. It's not great. And yeah, that, that is the big difference between, you know, this year and he's done a lot and this coaching staff is still very good and they've, they've got it by, but there has been some really tough hangs this season. I mean, that Raiders game where they just could not get it going. And we saw as the season progressed, that Raiders defense was, pretty good like it's like oh this is this is actually a decent unit they're playing good against some good offenses um not, you know the minnesota game doesn't count because of the quarterback but still like they stopped everything minnesota threw at them for a long time they um not not just the the return touchdown interceptions which were nice because they helped them win the game but basically every other drive outside of the late ones they really looked good so you've seen it against a really good defense this team sure. It doesn't have that easy button with Hill. It doesn't have that easy button, even maybe with Kelsey um, later in the season. He's had the drops. He's a little, and he's a little older. He's picking up some injuries. They're going to be missing Thune, almost certain. I mean, is that your read? He's yeah, out. out I, I mean, would say out. He's he's out out. Yep. Edwards. So Edwards, the corner who had the concussion. Who knows? It's the playoffs. Gay Gay goes. He's just been okay. you know limited. Sneed goes. He's limited. Okay. Tony. It doesn't matter, right? And then Pacheco sure. is a weird one, though. I'm assuming he I'm, goes. I'm assuming, but he a goes. toe injury isn't great for mm. a guy who runs like he, you know, is in the Broadway revival of Stomp. <laughs> so I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, Havahef's asking too. Ankle and toe. I think he that's plays. not great. I, I, I think he plays, but I, I worry that he's going to be less than effective and. This is a weird defense to break down. Like you brought up uh, Matabuke, mm -hmm. but uh, this is the team that led the league in sacks. The Ravens' defense. Name name some other guys who had, you know, were up there in sacks for them. Because it's a weird, it's a weird mix of players. Like, uh, and, and and their leader is Matabuke. He is an yeah, interior right. defender because they yeah. they do such weird things with the the pass rush. I mean, off the I mean, it's easy to name Smith. 
Roquan Smith, who probably had what two or three. Yeah, he's he's two. not even in their top. Cl- Clowny, Clowny had had a Clowney was second. Partners. He had nine and a half. Uh, shit, man, Adafi Oye. Adafi Oye was fourth with five sacks. Uh, man, uh, they had a specialty guy, old that old guy from the Patriots. Kyle Van Noy. Kyle Van Noy. Came back nine sacks from nine. Nine sacks. They just bring him in. Say like, we're retooling you, bringing him in. Do you have nine sacks on nine pressures? I feel like I barely heard that guy's name called. He had nine sacks on nine snaps, man. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he played a lot more. And then yeah, Queen Hamilton, Urban, some other guys, but no real. I mean, outside linebackers, but. It's uh, it's it's been weird because you see this, and I watched a bunch of this, and um, Solak did a good article about. Um, did you read that this week about the the movement? The no, pre-snap, tell me the about pre- it. read oh, that. Yeah. Read read that yeah. if you get a chance. It's long, but sure. it's it's good. The pre-snap motion stuff. Yeah, and him and somebody else got into what the Ravens do with their their pass rush because, like I just said, they lead the league in sacks. Sure. They just they but they don't blitz much. Just simulated pressures just the, to kind of yeah. confuse confuse but, the quarterback to make him pause just a hot second, right? Yeah. It, so it's weird. It's like they don't blitz much, but they can get the effect of a blitz with four guys because they bring all these people up like they're gonna blitz, and then enough of them drop back where it's still just four people. But sometimes you end up with a guard who's just I have Doing nobody. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. And you, well, you he's, end up, he's blocking it. Right, and you end up with these free rushers on the outside so often. That's where you see like the Hamilton sacks and stuff. Sure. It's like, oh, they're bringing four, but the left side of this line is just overwhelmed, and there's a free rusher. They do a really good job of that, and that's going to be a fun cat and mouse game because obviously, do you think that will be effective? It it, it really depends on what we see, I guess. From and that, that's what I'm saying. It's going to be really interesting to see what the Chiefs do. This, I mean. We've seen it before. We've seen teams. We've seen these teams. Yes. Is, you know, so here's here's another key point: Is Joe Thune's absence being overstated? If he's just going to be blocking air, <laughs> so that's what, I, I guess. So it's uh, Allegretti. Allegretti. Um, sure, sure. He's decent fill in, but no, I would be attacking that. I think I think that probably affects your run game a little more. Sure. But no, I w- I would definitely find ways to attack you what is now probably a little bit of a weaker side and mm. it'll, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see because Mahomes is smart, very, very smart. And, you know, they have a ton of film on this now. It'll be interesting to see what, you know, what happens with some of these, if they're able to sniff out who's actually coming, who's dropping back. Of course. It really does help. Uh, it does help the secondary a lot when it's just like, Oh shit, here's some, here's a safety that snuck up. But now yeah. he's out in coverage, and boom, he's on Kelsey. Like Hamilton, think, uh, Hamilton was blitzing, but now he's covering Kelsey. Kelsey's not open, and I got a free rusher coming off the left. Do you think we see the best of Andy Reid playbook in the first half, or do you think they try a little bit of everything and just try to hope and pray that they don't lose the game, lose distance, so much distance that they can't make it up in the second half? I think I think the biggest way to co- combat confusion is confusion. Yeah, like really make McDonald worry more about his coverages. And again, okay. harkening back to that uh, the Solek piece where he talked about, you know, motion and pre-snap motion. And the biggest thing, and you see this so much with Miami, and obviously Miami just it was cold and they were injured and didn't matter anyway. But you know, w- when you do motion a guy all the way to the outside, that changes mm-hmm. everybody's coverage 
You know, it, it you know, just doing little things, even if it's not something you've normally done, doing things to cause them, you know, to have coverage lapses. So even it's like, oh, we're dropping guys, but you know, this guy was was originally dropping back into that middle of the field zone where he was, you know, playing safety, but suddenly this side is, you know, stacked with trips when it wasn't because of the motion, and that screws everything up. Like you're going to have to do some unique things on offense, otherwise you probably just get eaten up by some of these blitzes again. Mahomes is very good at sack avoidance, but yeah, a lot of teams have been good at sack avoidance than gone up against Baltimore and gotten hit. Okay. Which I will, I will give. Texans credit. They were decent. Okay. So closing thoughts here. Um, you lean Ravens and under. I played over <laughs> at a bad number. And uh, I also am holding Chiefs to win the AFC from that infamous 15 minutes at the end of week 18 pod where we disagree. I could not twist your arm that Chiefs four plus 441 was value. You did not want anything to do with it. Um, I'm sitting on that and not hedging. So I guess I'm effectively on small stakes on. Uh, uh, sure. on Chiefs money line here. Um, I'm not going to be regretful even if the Ravens win this thing 27-10, like 27-13. Like if the if the if the Ravens defense keep the Chiefs in a box and that's why this is an under Ravens cruise. I'm going to I'm still going to be like you know, I was fine riding and taking my chances with Mahomes here because that they're basically the same bet, right? Yeah. I think that I, I think the over and the this is like a weird to have this highly correlated of a market in my opinion at this stage of a uh, of an NFL season but I really have a tough time seeing like yeah I mean the the it, like what are the what are the outcomes here where the um Ravens don't cover four and the game stay in the game uh goes over right like it's I mean it's possible I'm, you know, I'm sorry. I'm saying this backwards. Like a game where the Ravens don't cover, but they do keep the Chiefs in the teens, right? Mm-hmm. And a game where this doesn't, the Chiefs don't cover, but the game goes over, you know, into the 50s, right? Like I feel like there's those are your most likely two game states, and anything else is a little some weird shit has happens more sex than you'd expected a couple of turnovers a punt return touchdown right like there's there's weird stuff that gets you into the other areas here in my and i do i do think that's a good reason why i'm avoiding this total because not only that we we saw it last week when it rained what happened we had defenders we had like three separate cornerbacks for san francisco on their ass watching players run past them like hopefully we learn some lessons and we get the right cleats on our guys but Honestly, rain without wind, I think, honestly, leads towards more over than under as far as weather goes. And the Ravens have had some very weird stuff as far as game states where it's like, oh, man, they just, I guess they're going to, like the Lions game. And that was a way worse defense. But when this offense gets rolling and, you know, let's say they do run up with a lead and, uh, the running game is just working and the chiefs say, well, now we have to, we have to bring people up. We have to bring heavier boxes and suddenly Zay is mm-hmm. open. OBJ is open and they do start taking some big chunks. So mm-hmm. I agree with you there, but I will say that I didn't hate the chiefs to win the AFC. I just hated the number. 441 wasn't good enough. I remember you said uh, that. The, yeah. The roll, the rollover has <laughs> got to be North of seven. No. Well, they what were do you, dogs last week, actually. So yeah, I was going to say, right. what, 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 was, right. what was wild card? Minus 250? I I remember betting it at the 
bottom at minus 193. Okay, we'll go with bookmaker number. Well, bookmaker is the longest. We'll go to 225. And then, yeah, they're like plus 125. Plus 130 plus... last week. I, I yeah. bet them. And But actually, what's funny is I bet the... I did it. <laughs> I, I rolled it over anyway, and I'm not betting it this week. I'm just sitting on my. And yeah, they're minus uh, or plus one seventy right now. So that's that's almost eight to one. Almost eight to one. So it was a very bad number. I tried. I'm just trying to make you money. Yeah. No, I I, yeah. I, re- I respect sitting on it. I don't think I'd hedge um, yeah. at the price. Okay. It's one of those where, I mean, yeah. so we couldn't. Things could have happened. The Ravens could have screwed up, and you know they could be a favorite here. But at this point. Sure. You have a, you have a plus one seventy dog, and you got him at four to one plus. Yeah, really. The bet so, the bet at the time the bet at the time was that there was an asymmetric. There's going to be some fuckery. Yeah, no, I. Agree. There could yeah, there could be some asymmetric fuckery uh, think, on the part of maybe know. that was my that was my. You were like, there's not going to be fuckery. I just I just love the Ravens so much. I'm like, it's not happening. <laughs> so yeah, I okay. I like Baltimore. Okay. I still make it closer to five. I may lay him lay him here, but. Uh, Probably just going to be player props for me here. Like I said, I don't mind Hill. I don't mind any of the running backs or tight ends. Maybe in the – it's going to be tough with Likely and Andrews looking at the reception props. Um, maybe running back receiving props. Gus, more Hill than Gus maybe. And then probably Lamar, anything under 70 rushing yards, which sounds like a lot, but I still might just bet that over. Okay. All right. Um, you want to do a halftime show for both games or just the night game? We typically do both. I'm I'm gonna be around. All right, let's if do your halftime show. Will you be at a computer? Yeah, you can do both. All right, let's do both. Um, all right, I don't have much more to say. Is these, these are tight markets? It's tough. I was gonna say anything else. I have. Um. Yeah, like uh, the Chiefs. The rave. Here's like last final point about the over, right? And I, honestly, I'm gonna play some old overs. I'm not done here for sure. Like I'm gonna get into this market once they they put some bigger numbers up. Um, you have a team that we all think is very good and matches up well against the opponent in the Ravens' offense versus the Chiefs' defense, which means the Ravens, in my opinion, their floor, their team total. That might be the secret, probably. By the way. Uh, team total over for the Ravens. If you like, you're, you're if you're so high on on uh, everything Ravens, we should probably give that a, 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 a some sincere thought. Um, but you have you know a team that I think I have a ton of respect for offensively against a defense that is that has soft spots that fit hand and glove. And then on the other side of the ball, you have at at a minimum you have a coach and a quarterback who you know great you know 99th percentile quarterback. 98th percentile coach and a ton of guys with experience and you're just like hey just like don't lose your shit here like mm-hmm. like come up with some answers come up with something get get yourself into this game at some point even if it's not going well and that's why i think there's there's real realistic potential for this to be like i don't know 31 24 going into the fourth quarter like this literally could open up i think if if uh you know if everything is clicking for the ravens and uh um and the chiefs just have to dig in dig in and find an answer like that's not crazy to me we'll yeah. see the, the the biggest you know the the biggest x factor i think is what mcdonald brings against the chiefs offense because it is a it, a lot of teams have run just straight up man and you run straight up man when you have an advantage in the secondary 
And even teams who don't have great cornerbacks have done it because the Chiefs wide receivers kind of suck. And the Ravens are a team that runs a lot of zone. They're a heavy zone defense. So it would be interesting to see what they do in, you know, in coverage there, what they do, how effective the blitzing and the simulated blitzing is. And then uh, kind of devil's advocate for, you know, my bets or the way I'm leaning is it's a really good screen team. And you can beat some of these blitzes. You can beat some of these defenses by being really good at screens, by getting guys moving across the middle like a really good tight end. So it's it's such a hard offense to really pin down, like, what are they going to do this week? And it was nice they got a lot out of Rasheed Rice, but it's easy to take one guy away, it feels like, for a defense like this. Hmm. It's a big step up in class for both offenses going against hmm. these Ds. And yeah, it's, uh, I think the total is 100% hinging on the Chiefs offense. Scoring into the 20s. Yeah, they got <laughs> or at least they, threatening. Yeah, 20. they they got to get 17, 21. Yeah. They got to they got to threaten 20. Okay. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <clears throat> um halftime interlude here of uh, geez, weird ass games in the NBA going on tonight. Um Sixers just getting clowned by the Pacers. <laughs> uh you got 150 points at halftime for the Celtics Ooh. in the heat it feels like. Golf um, golf one. Nice Good job, man. Good I job. Love getting a uh, Tory Pines line, winner. Cut line win. Tory Pines, by the way, is going to have, I think, a couple epic days the next two days. So that'll be Fair fun now. to watch if you're Fair if you're now. looking for looking for a little like uh, sunny, uh, you know, sunny uh, weather porn. Uh, turn, tune into Tory Pines and betting these golf. We put a we put a free one in the golf newsletter every week. I get into the point where now I'm getting worried because it's five and zero oh on the season. Some pretty easy ones, another cut line winner. So. Now I'm the kind of guy who hates a winning streak because it makes me makes me worry about the downturn. But I'm I'm trying. That was my New Year's resolution: was uh, not be such a little bitch. <laughs> enjoy enjoy winning some bets. So uh, I'd like Michael Kim to win the tournament. He mm. got it. I got him at like a hundred to one. He's somewhere in the top five ten. So mm. golf is golf is ten. There's a lot of lot of golf left. Um, P yeah, Don's wants thoughts on Sinner Joker. I'm off market on that number. I'm closer to coin flip. I hope it's competitive. Uh, I like Medvedev though quite a lot. I played. I laid the money line price and I took the plus one, the minus one and a half handicap for Medvedev yeah, against the, uh, the Alcaraz match. Felt like more of an aberration, and sure. the aberration was that he didn't cough it up somehow after yeah. losing that third set. Well, he didn't cough it up somehow, and he hit freaking eighty-five percent of first serves. Like, yeah. do it again. Let's. I dare you. Like, let's see it. Let's see you do that again. Like, I, I, I just can't. And even if he does do it again, like I have give higher faith than Medvedev getting some of those returns back. Anyway. Um, yeah, I think, I think we'll probably see I'm, I'm Medi center is Medi center. It'd be fun. I, I would love that. I would, would love that. And I mean, I'm some, I'm sitting center. I, I to get a, his future home, we kind of need him to get it done in four, which is asking a lot, but, <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll see. How, uh, how about the Saturday final? Um, I am twelve to one ticket holder on Genshin Wen, which means I am handcuffed to her at this point. Yeah. And I've been, she I've like been doing three to one, dog. I, uh, four plus four hundred. Really? Yes, yes. The the market has just completely lost its mind on Sabalenka. That's fine. Oh, Gavin, Gavin's got um, some queen. Yeah, queen I, I was way late to the party. I, I I took a teeny bit of her for quarter two, just because the price was good, but it wasn't a very big bet, and then. And then once uh, there started to be some chaos, I caught a stale 12 to 1 for her to win the tournament. 
And, um, I, you know, I don't know, man. I think I, I spent a lot of today, by the way, looking at data uh, and trying to convince myself that Jenkshin Wen is basically the next Rabakana, and Rabakana beat the shit out of uh, Sabalenka in uh, in Brisbane. So no, no we got we got a chance, man. We got a no, chance. No bad for me. I'm just gonna enjoy. <laughs> I think Jen can. I think Jen can win, but I'm not like dying. She wins. The I'm first not sad. I might come in live at a worse number because of <laughs> what will happen to Sab's head. Yeah, well, um, Sabal- Sabalenka could. Uh, do you know? You know, she's got a little mental pressure on this one, right? Yeah. She told she made a promise to her dead dad that she was going to win two slams before she turns 25. And this is her final chance to get number two before she turns 25. So she better not choke. Just saying. Oh, Christopher Davis, haven't seen the schedule. Hope it's not at 2 a.m. <laughs> well, you're lucky it's at 2 30 a.m. So um, oh, I, I might not get up for that one. I, it yeah. might be a ignore Twitter and watch it Saturday morning. I'm going to listen to it on coffee. the radio. Yeah. Um, all right. Second game. All right. Uh, this one is probably more straightforward. Uh, I laid seven at a plus money price with the Niners, which feels like fake now that it is at a trending towards flat seven and a half. Uh, seven and a half right now, minus 104 at Chris. Um, and honestly, if this is, I feel good if this is like I just got ahead of the people who all agree with me who are smart. I feel less good if this is like people being like, oh, Debo might play. I'm going to play the Niners then. Because if that's what's pushing this, and then I'm like, oh, well, that's that. Because I don't really think that is a huge factor here. Uh, if Debo does play, I'm expecting him to be more of a decoy, if you decoy will. Um, but uh, that said, like um, the static part of the game for me and the static part of the handicap is much like the home offense versus road defense we talked about with the Ravens and the Chiefs being relatively high floor. I think the same thing exists here for the Niners and the against this Lions defense. The Lions defense had has had an arc over the balance of this season where they couldn't they couldn't defend very well in the secondary. They couldn't generate a pass rush with four. They needed to stop the pass, so they decided to, in, to integrate more and more and more exotic blitzes. Right? That is kind of how they have solved some of their woes in the passing game is finding unique ways to bring pressure. You know who that has worked against? That has worked against specific quarterbacks who struggle with that, like Baker Mayfield. You know who that does not work against is Brock Purdy in the Niners. The most efficient offense in, <laughs> yes, the, in the, the entire right, world. Right. Good man. You want a little extra? You want a little extra Parmesan cheese on your uh on your uh your 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 San Francisco? I'll say uh, yeah, okay. We'll, we'll put, put a little Parmesan cheese on this. Um, one of the greatest yards after catch teams that we've ever seen up against a team that struggles tackling in the second level. <laughs> uh oh. Um, Brian Branch, of course, is maybe the exception to the rule. Every other guy is a liability out there in Ooh. terms of tackling. Maybe, um, maybe something we should do next week, interdispersed with our awards, is apologies. I don't want to ruin one now, but. Boy, I don't. Was there anybody who liked this draft? By the we'll Lions? put, yeah, put, uh, yeah, put, put that as one of the awards. Well, we can keep adding. We haven't sent out the ballots to the fifty. Oh voters yeah, uh, apologies. Yeah, the oh, apologies. Yeah, the yeah. Branch, yeah. Branch is fine. Like yeah. the, the linebacker they took is good enough. And then obviously Kibbs and Laporta are. Yeah. Very. Oh, good. extra like, parm on uh, your garlic fries. Oh, San Francisco does have very good garlic fries. All right. Um. Yeah. No. The the. Yeah, the fact that they struggle tackling in the second level, the fact that the you know the the Niners are yak merchants, that is just like it's just perfect. 
honestly. The Niners offense, I feel like, is going to flex hard in this one, and it's going to come down to the cover, and the total is going to come down to what is the, what do the Lions produce, okay? And I think, I think, I'm gambling here that the front four for the 49ers defense is going to have a day. And the reasons that I gambled on this are, number one, they're at home. And they're up against a unit that has been playing their games at home for a little while now. So, yeah, timeout. Do you know when the last time the Lions played a, an outdoor game? Um, yes, I do. It was Dates. the Bears. It was the Bears. Bears. December tenth. December tenth. Yeah. December you know, 10th. you know when the last time they mm-hmm. won an outdoor game? Ooh, was it the Bucks? Yes, October fifteenth. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> Tampa Bay. Um, granted, uh, you know, they didn't play a lot of outdoor games. They did win like three. It's or more four of a statement about season. being on the road. It's more of a statement about being on the road, right? Yeah. Like if you're, it's if so you're offensive the line, gonna fine. It's the weather's going to be fine. It's, it's, it's about the crowd noise. It's about the setting. It's about the, you know, the, the defense having a, a an advantage. Right. Um, and I look at, um, you know, particularly the, you know, the injuries for the Lions offensive line. We're expecting Ragno goes, is it, are you, is it still true did to you, say that Jonah Jackson is going to play? I don't no, know about Jonah, Jonah Jackson. Uh, yeah, DNP Wednesday and Thursday. I don't. Yeah, know. I, I'm oh, assuming well, he's I, not good. What was what's on Ragnow's I, I, list? I really Ragnow. So it said Ragnow DNP for Wednesday, um, and I think today ankle toe knee back is what they did when they do the practice. <laughs> well, his so appendix is okay. That's good news. Yeah, good. To, um, well, your shoulder's fine, I guess. But, <laughs> you know, no, Rag, Ragnow is extremely like it's fifty fifty. He gets knocked out of that game with that many injuries. I don't know that the Khalif Raymond injury matters. It's been a few weeks there. He's fine. It's, it's we, we have someone who returns punts. Uh, Anzalone was limited. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Reynolds was limited. Again, maybe doesn't matter as much. Laporte is fine. Chase Lucas was a DNP. Whenever there's a guy like that, I have to like look. I'm like, does this guy cycle? How many it? snaps? A nickel, none. <laughs> He's no, a he's okay. a special teamers, but okay. it, it's annoying. It's like oh, I have to look at this guy mm. if he's like a if he's like a cycle in guy or is not. This a game breaker. He's near. <laughs> yeah. He's near. You know, he's near the bottom, and it's like no, it's all been it's all been kick return. So okay. Um, obviously, the, the biggest issues are the offensive <laughs> line for the Lions and Debo for the Niners. But I'm with you. Like it has been a defense that's looked really really gettable by an offense that can sure. you know put together a game plan. Uh, and be efficient on it. And if we saw the worst of Purdy, non-concussed Purdy in the bad weather last week, yeah. he still scored 24 points. Sure. If that's if that's your floor where he's throwing multiple probably interceptions that should have been multiple bad yeah. passes, looking kind of like shit in general. Mm-hmm. If that's your floor, and again, it's not like Green Bay has any right about home bar defense. Well, actually, but, let me uh, correct you on the record for this. Okay, Green Bay did have a lot of the like the signal of like Browns defense when they played them. They, they, they were generated. Healthy. They generated like ten pressures, and they they didn't blitz for shit. Like yeah. they found innovative ways to get pressure on Purdy. And actually, what was it Rashawn Gary? Joe Tip, Bear, or, Joe or Barry was it Clay Walker? Whoever, yeah, who Joe Barry Swansong is his final his final act is his uh uh yeah his uh. Uh, his grand finale. He didn't. Die. He didn't <laughs> no, his grand finale. Uh, he found ways to generate pressure without <laughs> sending the blitz. Um, and if you can do that, then tremendous. But we specifically know that the Lions can't. Comment. Comment of the day by Fire and Ice Thirty Nine. Ragnow will play, but he's working with a critical health bar. Yes. And so you heard the screens flashing red, like. Beep, beep. 
he's gonna have a tough time hearing the you know communicating with like that incessant beeping in his ears the so entire that, game that's until he the dies. biggest yeah. that that's the biggest thing is we haven't seen this team on the road for a bit we haven't seen them in the playoffs on the road and yes the the secondary is a little stinky but we have a good pass rush here so it's a, a, that's the strength on strength that's really interesting to me and it's like is Goff actually good versus the blitz is he actually good versus sack avoidance or is it just it's been a really good offensive line and they've really overperformed at home and for the most part in the second half of the season it stayed fairly healthy so Jackson out, Ragnow beat up. If we have to switch, Ragnow matters a lot. Obviously, outside of like he's in the middle, and you see what happens when they have to replace that guy. Suddenly, there's two fumbles that you weren't accounting for that uh, normally wouldn't have. That happens all the time when we, of course, it does. We switch centers. So, uh, yeah, it, if the Niners win that battle, if they are able to pressure Goff, sack Goff, if they're winning versus a top five offensive line because of some of the injuries and this game is over over isn't it like yeah right that's kind of my head that's where because my head is then at. then i mean getting even early down sacks takes away probably what the biggest strength of the lions defense offense versus the niners is going to be is hey we're a good run team yeah. this is a bad run defense but when it's you know it's second and 17 after goff's pulling his face out of the turf you know yeah. that that middle off guard <laughs> counterplay or whatever it's just not gonna it's not gonna hit the same and I maybe agree. they're still maybe they're still effective at the run and they they do yeah. it I hate it'll it. help them get better field position for their punt yeah but, but that's yeah, it if they do lose that battle like they're super dicked they have to they have to get what they've gotten recently out of golf they have to run the ball well because you said that's going to be a strength and weakness for them and you know obviously if they try to take away Laporta, you have to figure something out. It has to be a big RS ARSB or or yeah. throwing to throwing to the running backs repeatedly. But and you kind of want to test this team deep. Yeah, I think uh, like uh, Goff does struggle with pressure, and what's weird is that uh, the Niners generate pressure at just an absurd clip without blitzing. Um, the problem is they never really seem to get home, which is weird. Uh, need to just like finish some sacks, guys, please. Um, if there's interior quick pressure from Armstead and uh, Hargrave here, and then you know that forces Goff flushes him into Chase Young or, or Bosa, maybe we see some h- higher sack count in total. Um, but uh, that that to me, I think, is what you need to watch is the trenches, and I think you need to watch it early because I think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna execute their you know whip their horses. Early in this game, try to win. Try to get uh, some some uh, comfortable stops against this Lions offense. Not let them get into rhythm, and uh, and I think that'll help generate a couple score lead before we get to halftime. At which point this game is over. So, um, Lions with the with the deficit this year. Have you seen the numbers? I mean, I've seen. I'm trying to think of the. Is it the the Green Bay game? Multiple score deficits have not gone well for this. Oh, team. the Bears game the, again. The, Bears the, game. The, the, the outdoor game. And, That's yeah, the indoor Bears game is the only comeback that I can actually point to of of, of consequence. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm talking about like the yeah. outdoor Bears game where yeah. they looked like one of the worst teams in the league at that point. Yes, uh, that was a tough spot because not even their worst, road, not even their worst performance of the year though, which goes to the um, Ravens, the Ravens, Ravens game. game. <laughs> and, uh, they just got yeah. savaged now yes. early in the season, but then that yes. road. Again, both road games. Uh, the Packers game at home wasn't great. 
Yeah, the Packers game. That's kind of that's kind of when the Packers are starting to be like, oh, we're we're maybe a playoff team though. That that's a tough game. That's a, that was their turning the corner game. But but the point exists though, which is the Lions were seven point favorites in that game. They got knocked in. They got kicked in the teeth early, and they never really recovered. Uh, they yeah. ended up closing the gap to seven, but. Yeah. Packers kind of took their foot off. And I agree. Now. I agree with the mill funter here too in the comments. Yeah, right. Uh, I obviously I've been. I said it on Sunday at halftime. I said it yesterday. Like I'm on the seven. Like this is this is a, a number I liked. I love that it's moving this way. I'm with you. I hope it. I hope it's not Debo stuff. And as James Davis has pointed out, as well, this is. I'm like like you have that total. I'm sure. looking. I'm looking for some alts. Okay. I'm gonna see if uh, there's a. I signed up for some new sports books when I was in Chicago because I didn't have a ESPN and I can't remember the other one. So now I get a million emails. So it's like, oh, you have free bets. Well, I can't use them here. So I might uh, pop down to Iowa and see what they have for some alt spreads on Saturday because I, I might do first half alts. I, I kind of like the Niners if they are humming to just hum the fuck out of this. As uh, as the old saying goes, and yeah, I, yeah. I think if they if they win, they win big. I think at this point, if in fact that if you know the seven's already sailed, I think that's the way you attack this game, right? And I guess like the, real quickly, just to make sure that we're not like completely sell it to the eight. Just to, just uh, well, you might. I mean, you might as well sell it to yeah. Go just nine and a half. Like yeah, get get get, get a little weird. Make it a two score must win to buy two. Um, the uh, without i don't want to like completely ignore or avoid the counter argument here which is well what if the pass rush for the niners doesn't get home what if then the i think you see up? i think you see a game similar to last week where green bay controlled big chunks of the clock sure and the lions can do something similar they have a better running game yeah a, you know maybe not a better quarterback but a better offensive line like you said if if no, they're that same quality offensive line uh, yeah, maybe hurt. No, you're, you're hurt. probably you're probably right. It, it's it was better when at full health, but now with Jackson out, Ragnar beat up, it's probably closer. But it's a better running team, and if yeah. they if they are not getting you know long down the distance behind the chains, as it were, and they're able to run, um, you know, we see something similar last week. But the difference being, if the weather's nice, we probably don't get bad Purdy, and we see you know more effectiveness through the. You know the San Francisco 49ers offense, and I think the case there is this over is dead, or yeah, not dead, but like this like, over is it's getting murdered. Fly. It's gonna fly. Yeah, it's gonna <laughs> yeah. fly because even yeah. even with some longer drawn out drives by the Lions, like they're gonna score. Okay. And the and the Niners will be able to answer. All so right. then you know if that pass rush isn't getting home, this total maybe should be closer to okay. four. Let's prep for three things. First is halftime. Um, well, for three things, the halftime of the, of game one, we're we, is it fair to expect that Ravens are going to have a decent lead at halftime based on what we kind of know about these teams? Is it scary to take that under a little bit in the second half? Yeah, a little bit. It's scary, but it's not the same KC. It's not the same KC. It's not twenty twenty one KC, but KC, KC, and and uh, honestly, like Harbaugh in high leverage games. Has not taken his foot off the gas. He's he is he has been. We must we, like like when he's when he when he, when he recognizes his enemy is legit and Pat Mahomes and Amy Reid are legit. He's a foot on the gas guy. I think we should prepare for Ravens with the lead. We like the over. 
Chiefs with the lead, we like the under. Yeah. And if it's a and if it's a score and answer game, maybe we just we try to figure outside based on what we see in matchup wise. Yeah, maybe a team total. Okay. Okay. Uh and the night game, we're expecting Niners to take a lead into half. Uh if the Niners are up by two scores if, at halftime, what what are we doing? We're taking more Niners. More Niners, yeah. We're okay. taking more Niners. If the Lions if the Lions are leading or close, we're probably taking over. Okay. I dig that 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 sounds good. Okay. Final third thing we need to prep for is uh Super Bowl prices. Um, what do you think? Oh, I had mine. I made my numbers for this. Yeah, Some book, and a lot of books, you know, obviously put them out early, which is fun. Some people took some swings at the, the Niners prices over at Circa. But all right, if it is the Niners facing the Chiefs, I would have the Niners as a three and a half point favorite. Ooh, wow. I know I'm a little two tired. weeks in a row. <laughs> two weeks in a row. Um, Pat Mahomes is going to be a, a dog of more than a field goal. If it is, if it is the Detroit Lions, although facing the Chiefs, and obviously I'd probably have to give them a little upgrade if they <laughs> if they really put it on the Niners. Uh, KC minus two, minus two and a half. Okay. Um, Baltimore, San Francisco is pretty much a pick, man. I'd I'd have I'd have Baltimore's slight favorite there. Okay. And then Baltimore, Detroit is Baltimore five, four and a half, five. Okay. Cool. I'm closer. Yeah. I'm yeah. That's no, no major disagreements with any of those. Actually. I think you're, you're right on the numbers. Which game do you want to break down the most? I mean, I want to win. I want to win the San Francisco. Yeah, no, no. For, 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 yeah. The, the, I'd like, I'd like a rematch of the Harbaugh bowl. Just I, I wouldn't yeah. mind the favorites. I I love Pat Mahomes and I love how fun he is to watch. Ready for some, new but I've blood. gotten I've had that. You know, and I, yeah, and you're when, and you, I, when, you, when you bring your plate back to the buffet for the second, you don't you don't just get more of what you had the first time. You don't grab another salad. Not not comparing him to salad, although I do love a good Caesar. Oh, you know, it sounds good as uh the one with bacon and blue cheese. When I wedge. had one of those for lunch. Today. Oh, a wedge yeah, sounds excellent. so good right now. Excellent. Um, but. I, I, I know I'm sorry if you're a KC fan. I know obviously you're rooting for them, but I wouldn't mind to see Baltimore and get uh, get to the top here with Lamar. Okay. And okay. yeah, Baltimore, San Francisco would be a great one because it would be probably about a pick 'em. And yeah. we'd have a very fun two weeks of talking about that one. I 100% agree. Um, it would mean rewatching Thanksgiving, uh, Christmas Day game, which is going to be tough. It's a tough one. Uh, basically, any matchup is a rematch, right? Yeah, pretty much. Well, I guess San Francisco KC's weird old rematch, but yeah, they played last year and it was not. It was a non compete, but it was Jimmy G, not the great Brock Purdy. Will the Brock Purdy discourse change if the Niners win convincingly in this game, or are people still going to be stuck on their opinion of him? Don't you think it's changed already a little? Yeah, the the the, the yeah the, the discourse wasn't actually that bad, and he kind of stunk. So I'm not sure. Oh, oh God, Patrick! Why do you got to do this? Did you see Florio had to write the fucking article? Like with Harbaugh back, does he give does he give Kaepernick a shot? Like it is 2024, Mike Florio. Stop! The guy is the guy's not coming off the couch. Although Flacco did it. Yeah. Um, if it is Baltimore, San Francisco, uh, do we have any early preview of what the Super Bowl logo color scheme is going to be for next year? 
Yeah, if it oh my god, people love that. <laughs> people love that conspiracy. People love Super Bowl it. next year, by the way, is New Orleans. New Orleans. I very much hope to go. That's a very fun town. Not I've the never, biggest. I've never world, been. I, should, I could just I could take a boat. I could follow dude, the river. The, apparently it's not that hard to get media credentials. We gotta actually try. I'll talk to Reed. Okay. Yeah. Supposedly. Yeah. Maybe I maybe I maybe I maybe I heard wrong, but uh, a birdie friend of ours was. I think like, they, they just have so Vegas, much availability. You know, like, like if you if you're with a legit company, like yeah, here, here you go. Yeah, I'm actually. I got to work on this. I, I this is on my list for tomorrow. I'm trying to get some credentials down for the combine. Yeah. Uh, so if you are in Central Indiana, I might be coming to see you. There's a lot of good football people that are going to be. There. I just yeah. I just have always wanted to go. No, the networking is going to be, be with the people. absurd. The networking is going to be ridiculous. Um, the uh, what do you call it? I, it's going to be like the new Sloan for the gamblers. I feel like going to the combine. <laughs> I'm uh, I don't know how well I do in New Orleans. I tend to get after it. I'm too old for that shit now. Although I was I was pretty well behaved in Chicago. There was a oh man, there were some folks I thought we I thought the people I was with were gonna fist fight some Packers fans. <laughs> they're all Bears fans. They're just getting sick of the shit. And, I love it, man. Um, so I'm, I was, I'm voice of reason now. I'm older at this point. I turned 40 this year, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm excited to go to the big NBA year, bars. 2024, big year. So yeah, it's if I do go to the combine, it might be like what I've always talked about and what I probably will be doing with Bet Bash. Like I will probably be in, in be in Vegas for Bet Bash, but I'm not buying fucking tickets to Bet Bash. You ain't gonna find me doing speed. Um, speed networking. If that's your bag, I'm no offense. No offense. I'm just if I'm in Vegas, I'm drinking, playing cards, getting weird. So same <laughs> same kind of same kind of thing in Indy, where it's like, all right, I get I get credentials to the to the combine, but I go to the combine for like one hour one day, and I'm just I'm just at the bars at the hotel bars doing that sort of stuff. Without question, I can't I can't do a scavenger hunt, guys. I just I don't have that kind of energy. <laughs> All right, man. Let's call her night. I'm going to get this put up as a podcast, and I got to go pick up some kids from a basketball game. And, of course, if you missed it off the top, be sure to tune in next week for the very special original Deep Dive NFL Awards 2024. Um, All my bow ties are too colorful. I don't have... Uh, I've never owned a tux. I'm. I'll tell you what. Actually, tie. is the the classy, stylish move is you just Bolo. do the black necktie. A black necktie. Yeah, skinny, skinny black, and I go. It's, it's yeah. That's a the, the a nice the, dark the blue gingham. The ladies love it. Yeah, but the 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 old the olds wear the bow ties at the uh, black tie stuff. Just that's my that's just my two cents. But you know, see you guys. Best of luck. Uh, hit the like on the way out. We yeah, might as well. For that. I guess we might as well ask for that. Keep screwing that up. Hit the like button. Honestly, you know what? You know what? The algorithm doesn't give a fuck about us. Okay, it's not going to fucking help us. You like it all enjoy, you want. We like, just enjoy you guys. We we we, we want to know that you enjoyed it, right? But if you really want to do us a solid, tell you have a friend in your life who is into sports betting just tell them about our podcast like they'll if you like it they'll like it like you don't have to keep us a secret like word of mouth has uh, really kind of lost its uh ability to to grow grassroots grow uh, a product like you get in this election every week 
right. No shower fart, guys. You can't have a shower fart. This There's week. no shower fart this week. No, It'll be literally me in the shower. The Jeez. shower fart prop of the week would be something like um, Dalvin Cook under rushing yards. <laughs> That's a oh, fun shower fart prop. A couple have been talking about team like, total uh, team secret pod play Ravens over. You okay yeah, with that? Yeah, that kind of combines some of our opinions on that game. Okay. Nicole right. Hardman over rushing attempts. <laughs> I dig that See, one. Just so crazy, might do it again. <laughs> just oh, that, do it again. I don't want. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil anymore. But if you don't, if you think there's not going to be, a, this is the most predictable that, one we were going to do. Of yeah, course, yeah. there's going to be a shower fart yes. game of the year. Yes. Yeah. And honestly, like, I, it's going to be one of the tougher votes, oh, right? It's very. I have, I, I have seen the nominees. I, I, I got to go back and probably watch some shower fart tape. This is terrible. Don't do that. <laughs> don't that in my life. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. All right. It's you cock. guys, uh, all right. Call it a night. Good job. Good luck. Enjoy the championship weekend. And uh, we'll do halftime shows for both of these games. And uh, see you then. I'm not going to be drowning. I have like a bright yellow bow tie. I think the only bow tie I have is like bright yellow polka dotted. I hope people Classic. don't think we're building this up too much for the, uh, the awards show. It really is going to be quite an It is going to be. I'm, I'm personally excited. Maybe I'll go buy a new suit jacket. My si- well, my sister's getting.